Okay, Voyagers, quick note about today's episode. This is part one of a two-part interview with the Brewers Collective. Of course, we get together with Tim and Sarah, and we can't shut the fuck up. So we had to split it up into two parts. So you'll hear part one this week and part two next week. One other quick note, there was a slight hiccup with the audio. We seem to have fixed it, but uh, if it's not fixed to your liking, feel free to reach out to us on social media or our voicemail line and tell us how much we suck. Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another Beer-tastic Voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beer-tastic Voyage. My name's Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Mark. How's it going? Oh, just fantastic. I'm glad you Hi, Tim. just completely shit all Hi. over the uh, opening. Tim's over there. It's what I do now. Yes, Tim's there. He's over there somewhere. I'm here. Yes. Uh, yes, so we are here today back at the Brewers Collective. Not quite the same place we were last time, but it's the same building in a much larger and nicer space. Yes. Which, I mean, just comes from the fact that it is there's grown. so much more room. It has grown. You can hear the echo <laughs> in it because it's tremendous. It is. It's huge. The bat cave. Yes, it's, um, yeah, we're looking a little different now. A little, little more room to stretch out and have a good time. <laughs> Thank you for having us back. We've been looking forward to this. Oh, and us too. It's, it's great to have you guys yeah, back here again. Awesome. It's been almost a year to the day. Somehow. Is it really almost to the day? That's Pretty close. It's like 13 months, I want to yeah. say. Yeah. No, is it really? I thought yeah, we were I March last time. Uh, yeah. I thought it was February. I knew it was I'm cold wrong. last time I was here, too, so that's about yeah. all I can judge on, on days. We went from cold to cold. Cold. It sounds like yeah. a year. There's yeah. still snow yeah. on the ground. Yeah. Lots. Yeah. Lots. <laughs> so uh, why don't you tell us a little bit uh, about what's happened over the last year and um, how you've grown and uh, why you've grown, et cetera. Definitely break the microphone while you're oh, doing yeah, it, too. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm, That's I'm okay. really good like that. It's moving. Okay. Um, yeah, so last time I think we we filmed, I think, a couple of weeks before our grand opening. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. We yep. had just done our soft opening, I think maybe even the weekend before. We had that, that new brewery look and smell and all that. Um, and here we are again, uh, <laughs> sort of in a new brewery once again. We haven't had our official grand open in the new space. Um, but, yeah, no, it's been this fantastic Beer-tastic, if you will, uh, voyage this past year. Um, I'm gonna, I, am, I'm gonna that. I love and hate uh, that you did that. Yeah, no. I, I, so I guess yeah. Well, let's catch up first uh, from what occurred in the in the past year. So first, we um, on April 15th of last year we had our grand opening, and you know we invited all our friends. We did a couple couple of radio ads, and you know uh, we were like, you know, hopefully we'll get a good turnout, and it felt a lot like. When you invite someone to a party and everybody comes and they bring all their friends, right. so we hosted over 500 people here. Wow! Um, yeah, in the old in location, the other, the other yeah, space, yeah. which was 1,200 square feet of awesome. Um, <laughs> but luckily, the weather held and we were able, were able to push open outside. Up the door, yeah. Fire marshal, yeah. you did not hear any of that. No, 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 no. We had our special permit for the there record. Only 23 um, people inside. There was only yeah. At, at any sure. given time, there was only 23 people inside. <laughs> Absolutely. There was, there was a line. There was, there was a whole thing. No, we we cut a ribbon. And we had town officials came. Politicians Politicians were here. Yeah, we, um, we How drunk did the politicians get? You know, it's funny. Um, <laughs> Angie from town, Angie Carpenter, town of Islip, she had a couple of beers with us. Awesome. Uh, Senator Phil Boyle came, and uh, when we were doing the ribbon cutting ceremony, everybody sort of took a few minutes to talk, and he uh, joked that he uh, was the only Irishman that doesn't actually drink, so he wasn't drinking anything. Um, I did give him a nice, you know, bottle bottle of water, and <laughs> Phil was very happy. No, we actually we reached out to a bunch of local politicians because you know it's. Beer is a good business, especially for the island, and it, it 
it's very popular and a lot of people from a lot of different walks really, as we know, really enjoy craft beer. So yeah, we put it out there that we were doing this little brewery, you know, doing a grand opening. We even uh, went to the governor, uh, emailed Governor Cuomo and he sent us the most beautiful letter back and sent one of his aides to the to the grand opening. So we oh, had nice. About, yeah, it was wonderful. We had about oh, four or cool. five yeah, different politicians from, from the different uh, from local and, and, and state and whatnot. They cut the ribbon with us, and uh, we had kick-ass band playing. It was just one of those, like, magical moments, you know. I, I remember we looked back on the, the, the security feed and just kind of relived the day a little bit afterwards because it was such a whirlwind. <laughs> I like I, I've never poured so many beers in my life. I, it, was, um, it was absolutely incredible and humbling, you know. We, uh, but then after that, everything just started moving really fast. I mean, we, you know, rolled off the tails of that right into Craft Beer Week last year, um, and that was hugely successful and fun. Um, looking forward to this year's Craft Beer Week as well. Uh, and then, yeah, it was a wonderful summer. We've started to really to build our own culture here. We have lots of live music acts. We have a uh, rotating concert series that comes through with all live original music. That's called the Lady, Lady Beast Collective. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, see, I see those posts all the time. Oh, absolutely. And, they, and, and, coming and they're coming tonight. Yeah, all that's right. right. Um, yeah, no, they come the, the, uh, the, the third Saturday of every month, I believe. Okay. Th- yeah, and they do all original music. And then we host like an open mic night afterwards. So we get the most incredible, musicians that are just sitting at the bar and then they'll come in and sing a song and borrow a guitar we had a comedian come in and do a few minutes and uh you know a lot of spoken word a lot of poetry all kinds of stuff like that but you know and that's just one facet you know we get rock bands and all kinds of different stuff we we host um you know, a lot of the homebrew clubs do a lot of socials. We've been doing a, a number of private events, and like we had a first birthday party, we had a thirtieth birthday party, yeah. we had a dog's first birthday party. <laughs> you know, and really something for everyone. It's oh, actually, uh, dog's uh, birthday. my wife and I have been That's discussing cool. like we're we're looking for a place to have our son's first birthday party, like you know, in November. So okay, I know we'll a place. Have, we'll have to talk, yeah, yeah, we'll have to talk about that. <laughs> no, actually, yeah, the first birthday parties have been extremely popular because I mean, let's face it, the first birthday party is really a party for the adults oh so, yeah it's you know, like hey it's we like kept them alive that's right <laughs> <laughs> let's have a drink let's have a drink we're, yeah. still, we're still in the game <laughs> that's right yeah no so yeah that that was absolutely fantastic and, and we got we got really um really settled in we got the brewery looking just how we wanted it and then we had this crazy idea of building another brewery so uh, actually it just the, the card sort of uh, everything aligned and and we had this amazing opportunity to take over a, a space four times the size in our same building yeah so, it, it, you know, it's great in here and yeah. i was also you know because i'm the guy that's on the social media all the time i was like watching the posts and like how quickly stretch like <laughs> yes. turned the space around like from the right. empty picture to like having it all roughed out and everything like yeah. it happened fast yeah, at first I thought it was I thought it was hot. I thought you guys were taking pictures of Hopwood space, and I was like, oh. "What's going on?" Because it was competing at the same time. And then when he told me it was a new space, I'm like, "Already?" Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah, a little great. fast. I mean, it was it was scary. It was so far outside our comfort zone, but it was really too good of an opportunity to pass up and. You know, you got to go big or go home sometimes. And, and our space was fantastic. I, it was very cozy. You know, we were happy there. But we also realized that it was not a place where we would really be able to grow too much. You know, right. we'd probably have like a couple years there until we'd have to really start to look into another space. So when this, you know, came up, we just couldn't, couldn't. Jumped right on it. Jumped right on it. Yeah, so now we're 4,400 square feet. Um, the tasting room alone is 2,000 square feet, and then the rest is all brewery. So, And this will be now our forever brewery, and we love being in Bayshore. The community of Bayshore has been fantastic, the local businesses and the, the Chamber of Commerce. We feel really welcome here, and, and there's more breweries popping up around here. Like you mentioned, Hopwinds, they're going to be in our building as well. You know, So we'll look forward to that. It'll be a real destination now. Oh, um, yeah, no, that's definitely always be good. Part. 
Absolutely. And then not too far away, Fire Island's going to be opening up yes. too. In, yeah, Fire Island's going to be sharing Grand, space with Great South, South Bay. Bay. Yeah. yeah, and that's yeah. we actually we were there for uh, Long Island Craft Beer Week. You guys were there too um, last week and, and brewing it with the Fire Island system. Yes. Just uh, fantastic. Brewing is a loose term. Well, right? brewing, I mean, drinking. <laughs> we're watching uh, uh, bonding. We're just drinking beer. Yeah, we actually commented before that Mark and I brewed far more than far more than Tim did. Yeah, I didn't. Like, I not even close. Yeah. You guys actually added the additions, yeah. I watched. <laughs> I watched too. You know, I, I, I pushed supervise, the hops down. Supervise, supervise, uh, supervise. Oh, in the, in the, in the hot pack. The I hot pack. I had never I seen that thing before. I think it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big one. We have a small one here. I know it's a familiar process. Yeah, but no, and it, it was we, we crossed off a lot of bucket item lists last year too. Like we were able to do like our first bottle release. We yeah, I, I came down for that. I and, know uh, you did. Yeah. I, I uh, <laughs> specifically, my brother's fiance is uh, from Ohio, oh, okay. so she's constantly making fun of the, the Long Island accent. <laughs> the coffee talk. Yeah. yeah so when yeah. we we uh, took a trip out there in August for a surprise birthday party for my mom, I brought her one of those bottles just because uh, you know. Oh, that's perfect. I mean, I I love the coffee. Yeah. Like it's a great beer, but like. Just, great just having it spelled out, <laughs> yes. yeah, uh, and everything. I so, I, will like, just thank Sarah, this is for you. This is for I think you. I still oh, have one it? of those in my. Oh, in my oh really? Fridge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd be oh. interested to see how that aged. I drank it. I, 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 definitely I drank, drank one of them. Oh, yeah. Nice. I drank one of them, but I think I still have one sitting around. Nice, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, well, coffee love- is, uh, it was Linda Richmond. Uh, well, you know, that was the inspiration, coffee talk from SNL. Oh, yeah, no, I, I love that beer. Was oh, look at that. Oh, yeah, she is, yeah, in her glory, yes. That's really cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, it's it was it's been like this crazy. Like I just cannot believe that it's been a year where we are now. Like there's so much to come. Like I feel like we're really just getting started. You know, the brew house is still the same. We're in a three barrel house. Um, you know, we have a couple of new tanks that we recently purchased that we're gonna be doing some fun small batch. Uh, yeah, to, Tim um, was talking about, you know, making an IPA and then dry oh, hopping with different uh varieties. Oh, yes. and, yeah, yeah. Gotta yeah, diversify. That'll, that'll be good. Yeah, it's going to be cool. It's going to be, uh, uh, let us be more agile with the, what we brew um, uh, without expanding the system yet. We will, hopefully, uh, soon. You definitely have the room system. back there. So Yeah, we got the room to go, so it's uh, to grow, rather. So it'll, it'll be good. But, yeah, in the meantime, we, uh, we buy what works, and, and that little split batch system is going to work well with our, our smaller cold room to allow us to have more beers on tap. Um, and you added taps here. Too. Oh, yeah. yeah you're we up to doubled. two dozen taps <laughs> now. Yeah. Jesus, we taps. doubled. We doubled. Uh, Back at the old place, when we were deciding uh, who, like, how many taps we have, a couple were like, oh, let's do six taps, let's do eight, and they ended up with 12, and we were kind of shitting our pants, like, are we going to be able to do 12 how are you beers? How keep 12 beers on? And now, now I'm really not shitting my pants, I'm really shitting my pants, though. It is, it's double, it's 24, but uh, between the, the split batches, the, the one-offs, and that kind of stuff, we, you know, we, we've been keeping it on. It's, it's populating now. It, it was been a, the transition with the construction was, was, was rough, I mean, you're, you're out of the game for, like, two, three months, and... Uh, <clears throat> and it's been brewing a lot to catch up. How many, I was going to ask how many, how many days a week you guys brew right now. It's hard to say because I'm in catch-up mode. But back right. there, on the other side, it was once a week. And I think we can maybe can maintain that here. Maybe. Maybe twice if I have to. But we have the people to do it and, uh, uh, you know, the drive to do it. So even if it's twice a week, it'll be, you know, it's manageable. It's manageable. We got our system tightened down and, and, and really just, just worked out properly so we can it, – it's as easy as it can be for uh, – for our system, which is good. So hopefully once or twice a week. But I mean, I want to brew more. <laughs> it means we're selling more beer. So right, exactly. You know. Yeah, and we did bring in some guest taps. Also, a lot of our friends in the industry, like especially when we first made the move over here, and we hadn't moved the brew house, and we were, you know, we had a little bit of uh, some downtime. We reached out and um, 
we've been everyone's just been so gracious to you know let us showcase their beer as well because it wouldn't be much of a collective if we didn't support and, and try to showcase other brewers on the island you know especially our friends and and you know and we always try to have a good balanced board now because you know you do have people who are just super into loggers you know so you know and we don't and loggering you know takes quite a bit of time and we don't we have made a couple of loggers now. We will made a pilsner and a lager. Yeah. Um, but um, pilsner and Vienna and a Hellas. Yes. Ah, uh, nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. And they came out really good for the record. But and and they're so incredibly popular. You know, everyone talks a big game about everyone loves IPA now. I would disagree. After after a year of of doing this, I mean, I would say that there's still a great amount of people that are very comfortable in the lager and pilsner land. You know, they want something that's approachable and and not too crazy flavor wise. You know, something nice and balanced. Although we have absolutely converted a lot of uh, our lager lovers into loving some very interesting and unique <laughs> ales. <laughs> yeah, because we there try you to, go. you know, we always, you know, just like we said last time, we're always trying to make approachable styles, um, uh, uh, to showcase a range of styles, you know, and introduce people that may maybe have never had a rye beer or we had a beer made with bagels, you know, cold bagels. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that I wasn't able to attend that <sighs> event. That looked like that a lot of fun. Yeah, that was fun. That was something different. Yeah, that was the Nothing Wasted uh, charity right. event that yeah. we did. Yeah. Uh, Justin, yeah. Justin and I got a chance to go over to that. <gasps> did you? It was funny nice. because we're walking in and, like, you know, ratty ass, you know, oh. sweats and sweatshirts and pants. I'm wearing, I'm wearing this, this, this I have on right now, and then I'm looking around, and even Frank, Frank is wearing like a like a button-down shirt. I'm like, holy shit, I fucked up when Frank's wearing a button-down shirt. Like, <laughs> yeah. it with paint all over my pants and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, whatever, it's a beer event. This is no problem. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, it's no, it's a not. fancy Marriott. <laughs> yeah, it was fancy. And, and a little fancy. It was so cool. Like it, it, At least one pinky yeah. up. People love that beer too. Like people just those Long Islanders. What do they love? They love their bagels. You know, oh, yeah. so they're like, wait a second, Long Island bagels in a Long Island yeah. beer. That's so fun. We're gonna be making that again for sure. I think not, so, yeah. not to mention the fact that the the way the name was uh, was was conceived was pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, Bagel Vision. Yeah, that, that yes. was, yeah. Remind us again what that one was. I was I was milling the grains for it on our crappy little mill, and I was doing it sort of outside. It was like raining, storming, and. The week before, there was a storm, and it blew someone's uh, cable line, like cable TV line, like into the front of our, our garage door. So I'm working around it, trying to... to it, it was like, I don't know, it was, it was, it was like a cable vision. I'm thinking, I'm, maybe I had a couple beers in me. Cable vision, bagels... I like this, like bagel vision, man. <laughs> it became bagel vision off there. What kind of bagel was it in again? Did you guys use the everything ones? Was that you? No, I didn't no, do anything. We did uh, mostly mostly rye and pumpernickel. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I request Kevin and Alicia. I asked them, like, please, I want to make a. I was going to make a Russian style kvass, but I, it, it didn't pan oh, out. Oh so yeah, I, that would have been interesting with bagels. It would have been. It would have. I want to. Yeah. So I wanted to do a kvass, but it, it wasn't going to work the way I wanted to. I didn't think it did. So it would anyway. So I, I uh, mostly rye. It was twenty pounds of bagels, mostly rye, some pumpernickel, and a couple of wheat because they didn't have. Not, there's not enough uh, uh, pumpernickel and rye bagels, I guess. Yeah. To go around. Bagel, right, 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 right. Even though they're the best. Bagels. And then it was a rye malt bagels. base, and uh, yeah, we soured it. We soured it with yogurt. That's my favorite new trick that I like okay. doing is uh, using. Plain ass, like store bought, low, uh, no fat uh, Greek yogurt or stuff with live cultures in it. I haven't done the yogurt sour. I usually get the probiotic capsules and just like pop yeah, those yeah. open. Yeah, it's like the same kind of thing, you know? Yeah. But it works. It works pretty well. Same science going on. <laughs> I, yeah, remember, really. I remember the label you had for Bagel Vision. It had that really nice, like, <laughs> well, it was like, it was like the 1980s, like, yeah, cable vision. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly yeah. What had the uh, very yes. futuristic grid yeah. going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Technology the, of the future, the, man. The vector yeah. graphics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Venetian blind effect going through <laughs> the letters, you know. <laughs> We've been, like, completely obsessed by, like, Vaporwave, which is, like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so we're really going to Vaporwave is dead. Vaporwave is dead. That's right. 
now. It's like just like this like great throwback to the that aesthetic, you know. Right. Like you walk through like the Sunbet Mall, man. That is vaporwave. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like it's like a mall music Exactly like your childhood. Like anyone looking to reclaim their childhood. Go take a walk through the Sunvet Mall and go to Toys R Us. You know about like the uh, the Twitter account, right? Yeah, I was oh, just going to say. Oh, oh, you got yeah. all the best. Oh, it's like what it's Jews hysterical. are made out of. Yeah. That is so funny. Oh my god, we we have to we get the pizza every time we go. Oh, you got to. So hey, we do, like, we'll work here. We'll do like we'll pull like twenty hours between like you know two days here. Like we'll do because we want well, more really. We end up doing like twelve hour shifts whenever we're working here. Yeah. And um, so like we're just completely exhausted on a Sunday morning. It's just like all you want to do is roll out of bed and stroll through the Sunvet Mall and go get the and pizza with all, all the yeah, garlic. Look through shitty old records at the yes. uh, whatever store that is and, yeah, they have and this, then like, go have the uh, like, garlic knot. That's, that's great. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so it's much awesome. fun. I don't know why it gives me such joy, but it really does. I don't know. You guys need to do a beer. Like a, a, a either name it Vaporwave or Sunvet. Or oh, yeah, absolutely. We call it Sunvet. That is, that it, it would just be a, a Stroh's uh, copy. <laughs> 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 there you go. Yes. We'll try to get the Twitter account to. There you go. There you go. pretty sure you could Pull that off. Well, there's that easily. computer store in there. Which, oh my god, I was gonna bring that up. Yeah, holy it's shit, amazing. So like, we were looking at the the chips and and the the different cards. They're from 2000. There's like ATI AGP cards there. It's a little tacky, but it's yeah. it's old hardware, literally from the last century. <laughs> yeah, from the last century. <laughs> that was all hot it. when I was in college. I'm like, oh, I got yeah. an AGP video yeah, right, card right. now. I'm, man. I'm looking at it. and I'm like, this is I can't. You know, what do they close the store and just leave all their? They're open. <laughs> They're yeah. still open. Sarah oh. was there a couple weeks ago. I needed a fan. When I, fr- there, when I first moved into my apartment in Rokongwa, I needed a fan. My fan died on my computer, and I'm like, I'm just driving around, and I saw on the outside, you know, a little, little sign. Yeah, yeah. So you go in, and I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. so weird. It's just, I bought the fan and left. Yeah. I assumed that place was closed. I, I did too. Machine. I, like, I let me go it. back to 2007. Get my parts here. Even <laughs> older, even older, really. Well, I didn't. Well, it's funny. Like we always would go on like a Sunday morning, and they don't have hours on Sunday morning. So we thought like we made this fantastic tale in our head. I thought it was abandoned. They and, just left at right. the dying mall. They've given up the ghost. They've left. And then I ended up showing. Went with there on like a Saturday. My kid had like a birthday party at that bowling alley, and I go there. I'm walking through and I'm like, dear. Oh, the AM had like the Bolero one that's That'd be amazing. Oh my God. Um, but uh, and then they're open. I'm like, honey. She's taking pictures. Picture. Look, the guy's like, back there fixing there. computers. It's a real and thing. He is. He is. Now, I wonder yes. if he fixes like old stuff. Like yes, if, yeah. For, you know, I don't know, maybe old people or. or <laughs> we got to say that was old. Money. There was like five or six like um, elderly people in there. Uh, if you, if you bring it in yeah. and it has win- anything anything Windows 7 or later, they just won't even look <laughs> right, at no, it. Like, I'm sorry. I can't exactly. do that. Sorry, that was before our, it's the opposite cut off. Windows 3 Pro, man. I can work that I'm sorry. Is it still supported by Microsoft that I can't look at it? It's like it's like it's like the Cuba of computers, like the that in Cuba they just have nineteen fifties cars, that's all they have from America. So. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, um, I know one of you guys mentioned like homebrew stuff. One of and one of my favorite things is how much you guys are part of the homebrew community. Can you talk a little bit about the Chinook competition that you guys did and that I you know I was there for and also the, the beer that you uh, brewed from it, which was pretty amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You wanna do you wanna talk about the competition? Yeah, the, no, the whole event? Definitely. Yeah, so what we, we you know, we were a homebrew club first, you know, I mean, before we were anything, we came together and we were all about, it's where it all began for us. So we always, when we made this jump, we, it was always the thing that we were going to always celebrate the homebrew clubs, you know, because we, 
I don't know about you guys. I mean, obviously you guys too. But like when I go to like a beer festival, the first table I go to it's are, very are the homebrew tables. You know, I go right to LIBME and oh beer yeah, because that's where you find the, the yeah. really interesting, the really stuff. interesting stuff. You know, the cutting edge and and all that. Sure. But, we, but we want it's true, and we wanted to celebrate that. So we had the idea of doing this uh, Chinook beer competition. So what we did was we took um, we actually have Chinook on contract in Oregon, so we have access to. Literal hundreds of pounds of Chinook. Um, so we brought some whole leaf Chinook in a couple pounds, and then we divvied it up to, I think, about 18 different home brewers. And the idea was everybody would use the same hop but create a, a completely unique style of beer yeah. with that hop. So then we invited all the clubs to come down and they, you know and show off their beers. We had the tent set up outside and all that, and then we had our skeleton army our mug club come through and judge the beers with us, and then we, we picked a winner. And I believe the winner was uh, the Saison. Yes. Yeah, we have not brewed Which yet. we have oh, not brewed okay. yet. Yeah, the Saison, thank you. The Saison was just coming out of season right at that time. Right, so right, right. we, you know, we're going to be, we're, it's actually coming up this spring. We're going to be brewing Definitely. with uh, Chris from, uh, from Barrier Brewing Company. Uh, who works at Barrier, I believe. Yeah, yeah he's so, a homebrewers yeah. and hand grenades member. Yes. Yeah, I remember talking to him afterwards, and I was like, hey, can I get an interview with you? And he's like, I am way too drunk to talk to <laughs> He was. He had a good time that he night. He did. And yeah. that, he was, it was, I remember it was a lemongrass saison. I yeah. mean, I'm not a big lemongrass guy. I don't like lemon. But that the way that he balanced the that so flavor that with good. the saison yeast character yes. was incredible. It, it was, was unexpected. Really yeah, I just, I, I, I mean, it was hard to get through all 16 beers, you know, because I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to also run the show, so right. I'm like, I can't be completely hammered taking people's money. That won't work. Um, but, um, no, it was absolutely, we did it on a You'll Sunday, okay. right? It was, it was on a, a Sunday, Sunday, yeah. Yeah, it was a yeah. Sunday. Yeah, it was yeah. a Sunday fun day. Exactly, yeah. I remember I, my, I came to that, and um, my wife and I came to the grand opening, and that was, that was a lot of fun. She really enjoyed the, uh, enjoyed it. In fact, we were, we had, she had so much to drink, which is not that much for her, that we had to, uh, we had to. So much to drink is like two beers for everyone. <laughs> yeah. The brewers yeah, collected have never seen her that drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit of an inside joke. The, uh, she drank one of, I don't know what you gave her. It was a, some kind of applejack uh, or something? No, it was the, the raspberry cider. Like, oh, yeah. We, way, we used to have a big football, a big football Sunday at my house, and she had some of the raspberry cider, and she was like, she had, I don't know, maybe she had a half glass of it. She was hammering. She goes, oh, my God, the cats have never seen me this drunk. Like, that's <laughs> how drunk she was. And then she passed out in the recliner. <laughs> yeah, unconsciously. The recliner was great. So now we use it. We use that uh, reference as many, many times as we can. But she, we, oh, my wife had a great time, and she loved the the uh, loot, the the group. Yeah. And um, she's not a standard um, fair beer person, so this is this is kind of the joint for her. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Wacky off stuff we do definitely. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so Tim, uh, you poured some. Actually, the very last bottle of our uh, burning violet Beauregard. Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. This is this is delicious. Tell me more about it. Uh, so it's. We, uh, Justin and I are big fans of rye, and, th- like, this is the first beer where we started putting, like, a lot of rye. There's, like, 40% rye in the grist in this. Nice. And then uh, I have this one-gallon glass jug of just, like, the sour culture that I've kept going that started off with uh, the Roselaire blend, the Melange blend, and then, like, all, like... I think that every sentient by now, man. Every, every <laughs> sour beer that I, you know that I opened for like a period of like eight to ten months or something all the dregs I, went in I, 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 yeah, call yeah, it the, yeah. I call it the iceberg because it's got like this <laughs> pellicle just like yeah, right. sitting it's, on top of it that's funny yeah it's it, delicious and uh, so we brewed uh, you know five gallons and I added like poured half a gallon of that jug in and like that was the primary like I didn't add yeast or anything nice, to it nice so uh, it got a little too tart just, with, between that and the eight pounds of blueberries <laughs> yeah, we had to re-enamel yeah. our teeth 
So we we re- <laughs> wonderful. That's good. Right? Thank yeah. you. We rebrewed the the same base beer again and just did a uh, ferment with uh, Brett C, and then blended them. And the reason why it was a little overcarbonated is because we didn't let it sit. Like we blended it and then right. we bottled it. Right, and right. Also added additional priming sugar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not really accounting for uh, you know the residual sugar from the Brett primary ferments. Right. Yeah. And, Brett, and then Brett's also on bottling, we uh, added uh, ancho and habanero tinctures to it. Nice. So it's the nice. Nice little heat. I get that, that a little bit on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Slow burn in the back. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> very good. Wow. It's lovely. I'm sad that this is the last bottle of it. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I'm so honored you guys would bring the last bottle. Yeah, here. thank you. Thank we, you. We technically have uh, technically there are, there are there three, are three more three more, but we're hoping that they get shipped to the second round of NHC. All right, all right, all right. That's right. exciting. Yeah, we'll, we'll and if see. they don't, we're going to angrily smash them outside. So this will be the last time that we drink this. <laughs> and it, actually, the uh, the the mulberry sour beer that I've got here, this is the rest of the blender beer that okay. didn't go into this that I then added mulberries to. So that that's. There for Were those later. mulberries procured from your neighbor's tree? Yes. Excellent. Nice, but they nice. fell on my property, so they're mine. Yeah, he b- built Local a drop line. net. He <laughs> built a drop net underneath the uh, the branches and caught yeah, it. That's a good idea. That's and I've, I've since grown a tree from one of them, so nice. I'm, I'll be planting that. He gave me one of those trees, and now the person that bought my house has that tree. Not tree. What did you give me? What, you gave me a, a sprig of something. The raspberries or something. I can't remember. It wasn't the mulberries, though. I wish. It doesn't matter. It's not mine anymore. <laughs> but um, so maybe let's grab a beer off the board and yeah, you can tell definitely. us all about it. Um, I'm going to randomly pick one okay. called the Duke. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're just going to jump right in. All right. Yeah. All right. So um, Mark and I recently uh, were honored to attend the Craft Classic. Oh, God. I always want to say Craft Classic. Differences. Craft Cares Brew Day. At uh, Great South Bay, and uh, Tim had yeah, brought some of the, uh, the this one F- called F- the Duke. F- it is a uh, bourbon barrel Asian imperial stout with cacao nibs, toasted coconut, and vanilla, and you taste all of those things. So I have had this before, and I think uh, Kevin uh, Kevin had a little sample earlier, but I, I want to know uh, everyone to know a little bit more about this beer because it's pretty amazing. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So this is actually the brainchild of uh, of Stretch of uh, Mike Stetson. He um and. I'm going to take a little credit because for the longest time, like, and I think I talked about it on the podcast last time, I sort of live on the big, dark, and boozy side of beer. Yeah. So I rallied hard for us to have a barrel program and to have a barrel-aged beer to call our own. Um, and uh, so Stretch made it happen. We actually got some Buffalo Trace bourbon barrels because that's how we roll. And, um, <laughs> yeah, we wanted to – yeah, so we did – it's a big old imperial stout that we – and we painstakingly toasted, I think, with 30 pounds of coconut. Um, yeah, and, wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, she and then, did it. Yeah, I did it myself. Yeah, and it was like... It, oh, that's it, right. You told me. There was like four yeah. uh, four hours twice, basically. Yes. Oh, my God. It took forever. Because, like, you didn't... It's important when you're toasting coconut. You don't want to burn the coconut. Because who wants yeah. burning notes in their beer when you're adding that? So it had to be toasted just right. Planted burnt in like two seconds yeah and, and, and it does especially you know and, and if you want to do it with any sort of without it taking forever in a day you do have to do it at somewhat of a high heat so um, i just kept constantly flipping it until it was like perfectly toasted all 30 pounds of it yeah. so we have that and then we uh, we have i think these are ugandan vanilla beans yeah yeah and, the madagascar um, crop apparently suffered and yeah and madagascar's are, are okay. unattainable the whole now. vanilla bean world <laughs> oh, which we didn't know we didn't like know when about. yeah like we made um ella which i don't know if you guys had yeah i had ella was magic and I had the uh, the Madagascar, but we tried to, to 
get them again, and the price. I think had that was the vanilla that showed up when we were recording the last time. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. vanilla showed yes. up. It yes. was coming in, in that day, but it was. But we, yes. we weren't allowed to know what was going on. It was top secret. <laughs> yes. Right. Next yeah. time you guys need it, let me know. I know. I know all about the black market uh, vanilla bean. Oh nice. really? Right. No, not at all. all right. Completely lying. Man, don't tease. Yeah, that, and then it has cacao nibs in it as well. It has cocoa nibs. It has coconut. It has the the Ugandan vanilla beans, and it's funny the. They differ, the vanilla beans. They really are quite different. I guess like anything else that's, that's grown, it, it differs from the climate. The Ugandan vanilla beans have like a, like a, like a leather tobacco kind of vanilla flavor, mm-hmm. whereas the Madagascar was a little more straight vanilla with less of like this, this other these, – these, the, the Ugandans have more dimensions. I mean, people really like the Madagascar, but I'll be honest. I think this, there was a, a better choice with the Ugandan stuff. It was kind of by necessity, but it really worked out. It, it sort of went with the flavors of the beer, with the barrel and all that stuff, and it's just nice, nice beer. Oh, yeah, again, yeah. it was uh, Stretch's idea and, and Sarah's influence, and, and I helped execute it. So <laughs> it was a nice, nice collective effort. Did you do anything with the there, like cocoa it. nibs, or did they, they just went straight in? Up. Straight, straight in, up, yeah, yeah, straight in. in the, uh, I think in the barrel? What did we do with those? In the secondary. No, secondary. In the secondary, we did the cocoa nibs straight up. Straight up, nothing in the in the in the boil, nothing like that. Well, I was just curious. I know sometimes like people will roast them ahead of time, so I was, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, we put them in, put them in as we got them. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. And this was really our first attempt at a, at a barrel aged imperial, so I'm I'm really happy with it actually. Oh yeah, it's delicious. Thank you. Yeah, it's really nice, and as it comes with the temperature, it's like almost a completely new beer. Like, yeah, yeah, So yeah, many good. of the different notes and and it and it. I mean, it's nine percent, so I mean, it yeah. packs a punch, but. It has this special quality that if you drink enough Duke, I mean, whoa, like, you're just gonna, you're gonna have problems. Like, sometimes people come in, they lead with the Duke, and they'll do, like, two Dukes. I'm like, you sure you want to do a third Duke? Because <laughs> right. that might be good night, and we'd like for you to hang out a little longer. Um, yeah, I'm particularly I don't want to have to drag you off the floor. The yeah. booze isn't overwhelming. No. That you, you taste it a little bit, but it doesn't taste like you're chasing a shot. Yeah. Which yeah. sometimes <laughs> happens with the... As it comes with the temperature, you, 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 you get a bit more of the bourbon. The bourbon but comes out a little still, bit, yeah. yeah. It's not overwhelming, though. Like, that's certainly... No, but there, there, is, there is also, like, the pleasant warmth. Definitely. Yes. definitely. Oh, in it's the really, chest. It was, it's been a... <laughs> Absolutely. 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 Well, planned-wise, a little early. I think it came up pretty good, though. I think it has a, a nice level of barrel, uh, an oak character to it, um, and, and you know, and bourbon's there, but it's not, it's not super crazy. I don't, I don't really like a lot of bourbon barrel stouts. No one's perfect. It's okay. <laughs> and uh, I really like this. I like a few, like KBS. I really enjoy, um, but it, it can't be super bourbon. Or I, I'm like, I don't like liquor that much. That's uh, not not a fan of that. So when it when it has that that liquor stink and that like that aftertaste, right. it's, ugh, gross. Yeah. yeah, and then we're actually we're going to be. This is one of the beers that we're going to bring to Tap New York this year. We're going to yeah. actually first year we're doing. It's been a long time bucket list item yeah. to go. I've never even been as a spectator. Timmy went a couple of years ago. I don't know if he remembers much God, of it, no, but no. Um, no. we were talking about <laughs> no, that we heard a little bit earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Apparently, there was open at nine in the morning. Nine in the morning on the bus ride. Gosh. Bus ride. That's right. That was the end of the memories. Jackie Brandy started day off right. Yeah, she did. She did. No, it's Jackie. What is this? Oh man, I was so. Irresponsibly drunk that day. And the Hans day. as well. <laughs> the Hans, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's good. We're bringing that and a few other, few other things. I think, um, I think the masses need to try Duke, New York State. Little love. Yeah. <laughs> did you Did you happen to tell us how you came up with that name? Is that just a? Yeah, know? the Duke is actually it's it's from the the history of bourbon. The Duke of Bourbon. Yeah. You know was 
the creator of bourbon <laughs> you know he was a little that's bit his of name say yeah stretch stretch came up with this one it's yeah the yeah. duke of bourbon and it's like a a little history lesson that he went into and uh yeah it's it's the, the duke of bourbon like it changed hands i think like a that family the bourbon family like they didn't have any heirs so i think eventually the name changed to like some of the oh shit you know more than we, I, do. I do well yeah i, I listen <laughs> um, you know but uh yeah but it was yeah, did it was, i stretch tim tunes yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right that's right um no yeah and it's, it just has to it's a nod to the, the history of bourbon so the duke we actually when we first put it on the board we just called it duke and, um, and Mike reminds us, he goes, no, it's the, the Duke. Duke. <laughs> Thank you. So we need to correct the, that. The, yes, the, right, yes. It's important. That's right, we're the Brewers Collective, not <laughs> a Brewers Collective. That's right. That's right. It's absolutely delightful, though. I'm, I'm, yeah, glad. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you it's, guys like it. Yeah. This is this is like my wheelhouse kind of beer. Like, yeah, this oh, is this my is, happy this place This is hang out and drink day. this beer. Yeah. Yes, oh. yep. and I do. It's a sipper, you know? Yep. But yep. Sure, sure is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're if, done already. I don't, know, <laughs> sips. I don't know how to do sipping. No, me neither. That's why I can't drink um, like a bourbon or anything like that because I just can't. I, I'm not capable of it. If I like how it tastes, I just want it in my mouth faster. In the exact same way. I, mean, um, I, you, I don't do liquor because I just, I, I just, I don't chug, but I drink fast and a lot. Right. So it's, uh, you know. As you can tell, a lot of the beers I make are around the fives because I don't want to get too hammered. So a lot of the stuff is it's sessionable, if you will. That's why I started brewing a lot of Kolsch. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, so the, yeah it, I'm sorry. sorry. No, 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 you, no, you go right ahead. I was going to say, you told us um, kind of about the history of what the last year was going on with the building itself and the moving. And it was kind of serendipitous that you were able to get that expansion in and not have to actually really change location at yeah. all. Yeah, right, right. But... Tell us a little bit about some of the uh, the beers that you've brewed over the past year. I know you guys really do a lot. We talk about how nimble you can be and make yeah. all those different beers. So what are some of the, the highlight beers that you've done in the past year that maybe we missed at the last trip but, you know, have, have seen over the course of the year? Let me think about that. A lot of stuff. It, it's, it's, we try to do new beer every week. So it's, uh, and we do every repeats. Week. We try to. Awesome. We try. And we, oftentimes we do, but most of the time we do get that. And it's, you know, a lot of times it's, it's stuff we brew before. It's not always something brand new. Um, but I've been I've been dialing in things like the like the New England style IPA is uh, is something I'm I'm dialing in on and I'm I'm getting there. Uh, Coercion was a great one. That was our first attempt at that. That was quadruple a big eight. Quadruple dry hop, doesn't quadruple it? dry hop, not yes. double. Wow, That's wow. A, that was another. What was that one with? What? Another stretch uh, creation. That was with uh, Pacifica uh, uh, Pacific Gem. What the fuck is it called? I don't know. You I, would have a better idea than I. There was there is a, a, a <laughs> long list of hops. Uh, uh, I think you put Bavaria in there. I had to look at the brew sheet. It was a, a while ago. And a lot of beers since, but it was yeah, uh, yeah. it was it was dry up with four different things. It was insane. It was that was a fun one. It had this um, flavor of uh, uh, I, I like it to opium, which is like a, <laughs> a fun time to say. <laughs> I'm gonna say I don't know what that one tastes I, like. I don't know the last time I yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's it taste anything like, like a poppy bagel. It's, it's like jasmine. It was weird. It was it was very, <laughs> in a good way. It was like what is this smell? And it was that was a big eight, a big eight percenter that we made. That was fun. Um, the Gruits we did, we did um, a, a collab with, with Paul from Brick House. We did, uh, uh, we called it Pick Dish. We, we, we named it differently because he wanted that, uh, whatever. Yes. But we, we had, it, we we had it, I had it at Brick House. On what was it? Yeah, it was, yeah. Had, but Heather, Heather's coming, something like that. He named oh, it something like yes, that. Oh, yes, yes. So did Heather grew it. Yeah. yeah, we did uh, uh, loot last year with uh, a bunch of homegrown ingredients. I had a giant lemon balm bush in my, in my mm. garden I used for that. Um, and Lute's coming back this year, right? Lute's, oh, yeah, it's fermenting right now. We just brewed Excellent. Lute, actually. Yeah, that's another yeah. one we're bringing to Tap New York. Cause it's, nice. it's such a fun beer. Yeah. You know? Um, and, um, but then also we made Hazy Worker, which was a big hit. We did. 
Yeah, we did. Uh, New England style IPA. Yeah, Hazy Worker is a, a variation on Proletariat, which is a nice pale ale with um, another beer we made. Proletariat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, we had yeah, we, we, we had, had the Proletariat last time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, and that was good. And then uh, um, you gave us a, a Hazy IPA before. Which one was that? That's Nom de Guerre. Nom de Guerre. That's a nice one. Okay, there it is. Which is our it's a hoppy pilsner that we created. Um, try, we'll talk about that one a little bit first, and then we'll do gnome after that. Yeah, the, uh, the, the kilsner is really good. Is that nice? It's such yeah. refreshing, nice fruit notes to it, beautiful clarity. And, that and one very what good. I like about it, like, it, it definitely has more hop character than most pilsners, but it's not, it's not quite the IPL that, like, a lot of brewers are making right mm-hmm. now that just gets so dank that, like, it yeah. kind of ruins the crispness of a Pilsner for me. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You, get, you get none of the malt quality that you normally get with a, a lager style. Well, yeah, but, like, the whole crisp finish is just lost because you got a dank bite from, you know, the high bitterness, and I, I just, you know, I'm just this, like, one, this yeah. one was like This one was like a... Uh, uh, a long time coming. I didn't. I didn't like it for the longest time. I thought the hops were just too bad. She's elbowing me. Like, don't say this. <laughs> I, I didn't. I'll be honest. It's a it work was, in progress. It, it was. You should, just need you time. Well, need the artist time. is never happy with his work. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But it was. Uh, uh, it. 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 Loggers are loggers for a reason. You have to fucking yeah. store them and let them let them sit and kind of come into their own. Um, I like it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm liking it. This is mellowed uh, out beautifully. Yeah, it was good. It did. It did. We tried to go with more floral sort of hops for it as an experiment to see what it would come out like. And uh, th- that that quality has sort of balanced with the lager as it aged, which is uh, was pleasant. I, I, I was I was I was um, I'm used to ales, right? Ales are fast turnaround time, right, and right. you can taste it. It's fast. You're like, this is going to be good. Give it another week. It's like done. You know, you don't have to wait months. This was months and months, like it's supposed to be, and uh, it, it came out pretty good. Yeah, this we, we this feels like, like festival beer to me. Like we I need like uh, I need a right. like a sausage sandwich right now. Yeah, like, right, hang right, out right. a pint of this and, and have a big sandwich with it. Like I'm good to go. You, you don't feel yeah, comfortable yeah. about your later hosen. But the clarity oh, yeah. on it is no. great too. Yeah, it's all it's all non-filtered. I mean, it's it's pretty pretty clear. It's um, it's 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 nice. They they drop out clear, especially if you age them long enough. They certainly drop out clear. Well, we, we, it was funny. Like last year, we always got the question, like, "Do you filter your beer?" Like, no, we just we let it like while we were in construction, everything sort of just sat. And like was beautifully yeah, stored, yeah. so everything sort of dropped out. It was this wonderful clarity with having to do nothing to our, it. Our house so. uses English ale yeast, which was a good flocculator too, so it really drops yeah. pretty clear. Yeah, um, I, I love when I do a starter of it, and you see it like it's like a sheet in the yeah. thing, like connected, just to like a sail in the wind. Yep, it is. <laughs> it is, but it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it, the, the clarity. Sorry. And it's funny, it, it's using that same English ale yeast trying to get a hazy sort of beer going. It it, it it's all about the, the dry hopping timing. But it can it, sometimes they drop clear, you know. On, on my journey to learn that style, I've had some really nice aromatic IPAs that were they started out really cloudy, and then they just become clear after yeah, like four it's weeks. Yeah, it's a time thing. Yeah. It is. It is. It's sitting. You know, I don't do any of the the adding flour. I think that's uh, that doesn't seem right to me to to haze it up. So you have a lot of flake and, and timing on that. But yeah, the, the house yeast is pretty pretty damn good at, at, at dropping clear. Uh, some people don't know how it's not filtered. Out of curiosity, how with the house yeast? How many runs do you do on the house yeast before you refresh it? Um, four or five. Yeah, it's dry. We use Nottingham dry, so it's not okay. it's not very expensive. So yeah. it's you know, back when we were at our incubator, I don't know if I mentioned this last time we, we chatted last year, but it, it, we used to just use fresh stuff every time because it's it's cheap enough where you kind of can. I usually do three four runs at least, um, if we remember to pull the yeast out before we dry hop it. You know, it goes a little right. longer if we don't. Then right, we, we don't. Um, but yeah, a lot of experimentation with different yeast styles, especially doing this this hazy kind of stuff. Doing, uh, you know, you read a lot. There's a lot of um, not misinformation, but a lot of like speculation on what causes the haze, and it really is just the dry hopping at the right time, from what I understand. 
Um, they call it the, the biotransformation. Biotransformation, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of science behind it. Um, but, uh, we, you know, we've tried Vermont ale yeast. We've tried uh, all kinds of different stuff. But it's I don't English. Know, did you, do you happen to see that uh, uh, the Brewers Association released new GABF guidelines now that nice. have, like, categories for the, the hazy IPA, the hazy, yeah, the hazy yeah. pale ale, the hazy I mean, hazy it's, it's, it's appropriate. Yeah. People, people certainly like it. A lot of the places are making them. A lot of places are making Oh, yeah. Them. You know, it's appropriate. It's good. It's good. I'm sorry to get get into a little bit more, um, especially with, um, I guess, the the more floral, fruity hops. And I know that uh, when we were here last time, I had never heard of Raquel hops ever, yeah. and that was one of the one of the ones we had. I know it's one of the one of the things you guys do a lot is uh, New Zealand uh, oh, yeah. hops. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, uh, we we kind of got it on a uh, on a on a whim uh, way back when we were in Farmingdale. Um, Jason picked up a uh, an order. We got it from Australia through England. And then to us, it was a right, weird yeah, like, supply chain. I remember talking about that last yeah, year. Yeah, but it, it, it's a nice hop. It's it's very different. Everything from New Zealand has like a tropical fruit characteristic. Not everything, but the hops I've tried. A lot in New of Zealand them, yeah. Like Nelson is uh, known for that. Very tropical. It's nice. Uh, Rakau, well, the first batch we got was like bubblegum in like a good way, like a, not like a weird way, but like a, like a fruity kind of bubblegum hop aroma to it. So we ran with that. We ran a bunch of hop uh, 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 beers with that. Uh, we got this hop called Waiiti, which is another New Zealand hop. Made a beer um, with that. It was a nice session pale, you know, nice and clear, and just, just full of that nice, like tropical aroma. Um, got a lot of leaf hops back there still. So I don't know. We're brewing a bunch of different stuff all, all year, all year. Now we're having the uh, uh, Sarah Portis, the Nom de Gar, which is uh, uh, I said that very poorly. I know. Nom de Gar. Nom de Gar. Thank you very much. You I say it like you are the French. Say it right, French. Nom de Gar. I had to channel. I had to channel my inner. Uh, Fencing uh, yeah. director for That's a second. Right. That's right. But uh, Idaho Seven, I know, is is um, it's not a, a New, uh, New Zealand hop, but it's one right. that's trying to imitate that uh, the right. character. So right. that, that's obviously yeah, something that's, somewhat, that's very pro- uh, prevalent in this beer. Fire Island mm-hmm. oh, yeah. uses that quite a bit. Yeah, yeah it's we, a nice, nice hop. We, we got hop hash um, for the listeners who are not familiar. It's um, when they pelletize the hops. Uh, it's the, like literally the, the the gunk that accumulates on the rollers, from what I understand. And they scrape it and they put it into a bag for you and shrink wrap it. It sounds like somebody uh, was like, "How do we get more delicious. product? Yeah, right? How, How do we this get harvest? Yeah, exactly. Let's scrape this crap off of here and see what happens." And it's it is uh, for, for <laughs> somebody as, will buy as, it. As sort of shitty as that sounds, it is. It's nice. It's a cool product. It's uh, very high alpha. You use about a third of it that you would in, in whole hops or in in pellets by weight, about a third. And uh, yeah, Nam de Guerre is a uh, Amarillo, Mandarina, Bavaria, New York State, Cascade, and uh, and Idaho Seven dry hop. And it's nice. It's uh, it's got that hazy character. It's a session. Again, like I said before, I like to make them low because I, I drink way too fast, and I don't like to drink eight uh, percent all day long. It's a different kind it's of never thing. Never really looking Except for. when you're tapped. Yeah, well. <laughs> well, this is the first thing that you poured for me when I came yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, about like eleven thirty or so, and it yeah. was like perfect. I'm like, ooh, it's orange juice. Like, I can drink this. Let's go. Like, yeah, no, you've, like you've been breakfast. getting into, into I, I'm doing di- a lot of I've been digging on the, the IPAs that have that really juicy and that floral thing. And, you know, like, hey, I can... It doesn't make me want to turn my mouth inside out, <laughs> you know, to, to scrape off that, that pine resin. And, right. and Yeah, I mean, you, you get the, the hot flavor without the bitterness right. in, in this style of beer. And, yeah. Yeah. It, and I, I find them much more enjoyable. Yeah, it's really yeah. been, and if it's a 
if it has that citrus flavor, you know, you showed us that giant bag of citra that you got hanging out there. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. If it's got the, the citrus flavors in general, like, I've been really behind it recently. Yeah, it's a nice style. We have, we have a friend of ours who's uh, he's a coworker of mine, and he's not an IPA fan. And I like to, he's, he actually really just likes dark beers. And so I like to give him things to, to sort of change his opinion. He was here last night, and I gave him one of these. He's like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, what, why is it so good? It's, I, I hate IPAs, and it's just the style. The style is good like that. You get that nice, right. sort of soft, uh, 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 hoppiness. It's it's very hoppy, but not bitter. As our friend Paul uh, from Brickhouse would say, flipping palates. Yeah, flipping palates. That's right. Palettes all day. That's right. Yep. At the end of the day. I love that expression. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it actually is the perfect way to uh, to put it. Yeah. Um, now, when you're when you're picking hops to to dry hop a beer with, especially like a you know obviously a hazy IPA. I mean, are you trying to find all like say you do say you do a triple dry hop? all three are sort of similar or a progression or do you want to have any contrast yeah it's 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 i mean it depends on what you're going after but yeah usually it's more uh, uh like than not uh and this goes all the way back to our, our old beer useful idiot which we still brew on occasion it was supposed to be our flagship when we first started but that would that yeah i remember that from our, yeah years ago but it was uh you, you look at the descriptor i mean without having the hops in hand the best you can do is read what the well, manufacturer yeah. says they taste right. or smell like and then go from there but yeah I mean, for aroma hops, uh, in general, you want to, you know, you want it to be aroma hops for dry hop, obviously, or late editions. And you try to line up those those characteristics um, and see, you know, again, it's just now that we have experience with a bunch of them, that's one thing. But uh, especially the new breeds and the new strains, you don't really know what they're going to be like. You get weird shit from New Zealand, like this Waiiti or Rakow, and you're like, oh, you know, you have to kind of trust what they say. But yeah, you go you go towards a, a sort of a coherent. Like you don't want to mix like pine resin with like uh, uh, like fruity bubble gum. Like that would just be weird. I think I agree. anyway. So you, you try to go, is it floral? Is it citrus? Is it earthy? Is it piney, grapefruity, et cetera? You sort of, in yeah, your make, mind, make sure to, at least one of the happen. descriptors matches up. Between yeah, the right, right. And I mean, you know, the hop descriptors are often very uh, generous, you know, like they don't, really, oh, yeah. you know, they're, they're, they're hops. So this, it's, this thing has everything. Ever, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Have you ever done like a, got a new hop and said like, you know, we're going to do like a really small like smash beer run, like just to figure out what the heck this is. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. Rakow is one of those, uh, 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 steering cardinal. We made a beer called Zizek. Uh, named after what was, what was that variety? What's that? What was the, the hop variety? Uh, Styrian cardinal. I have not heard I've of heard, I've heard of Styrian, Styrian Goldings. But Styrian like, Goldings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, what is Styrian cardinal? Uh, and it was, it's grown in Slovenia. Uh, of course it is. We named the Zizek after my favorite uh, 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 philosopher. We'll call him a philosopher. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> he is. And uh, it was nice. It was, it was almost all... You had to do New York State, so it was New York State there. But the Steary Cardinal was the, the main one there. Yeah, you make the style to try it. It was right. pale ale. It was very, very good. Very Zizek good. was incredibly popular. We actually yeah. we did um, this... Uh, what was it for? It was in downtown Patrog. They actually... Shut it down. It was for the, um, a non-for-profit. Oh, you did it. I forget. I know what you're talking oh, yeah, about, though. I can't believe I can't think of the name of it right now. Oh, they're going to hate you if they listen oh, to this. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> in Patrick? In Patrick, yeah. It was right by the art, the, uh, that arts building. Right. It was for, um, oh, God. It was for this, this small um, organization that goes into schools and, and communities and teaches them how to grow sustainable uh, Long Island um, crops and and. and herbs and stuff it's, it's a wonderful cause really good people and they did this like fantastic beer dinner where they showcased all local Long Island breweries oh yeah and yes. it matched with the Long um, Island ingredients um, I'm trying to think of yeah um, they, um, had, they had that uh, the 
in, at the new village, right? Yes, like at that, the new yeah. village, exactly. I, yeah, I remember what you're talking about. I don't remember what it was Go called. Go get your Google. I'm, I'm looking at it right. I'm, yeah, I'm, look, I'm, I'm looking right back in time right now to find it. Um, yeah. But that was absolutely incredible. It was so fancy, and like they had a. They oh had the, yes, it was. It was on. You were on Terry Street. Yes. No. No. My my co- one of my former coworkers is on the Patrick Chamber of Commerce, and, oh, okay. and she she actually was at the event. Island um, to table. Island to that, table. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, the great right. people at Island yes. to table. That was right behind my office. Oh really? Yeah. Oh fantastic! Nice. Yeah, no, it was such a trip to be right in the middle of the street in this beautiful long. Uh, tables and everything and it was like this five course dinner was all local chefs using local ingredients paired with local beer and wine because you had your choice between beer and wine it was an all beer people in the house but Shishak was the third we won't course and um, <laughs> it went over so well what I didn't know was because um, we did the happy hour they had tapped us to do the happy hour and then another brewery had dropped out and they're like do you have a, a nice pale ale that would pair well with uh, I think it was a fish or I, a very light meat I'm like well you know I, I do I have this <laughs> This, uh, I, I just happen to have, to have just one. Why not? Yeah, yeah. So we brought the zhuzhag, and um, what I didn't know was that each brewer had to come come up and talk about the yes. Oh, yeah. So like, oh. I was already ha- I already had drank at happy hour. And I already got like a couple courses. You thought, you thought you were done for the night. I thought I was done for the night, and then I get a little tap <laughs> on the shoulder like, "Hey, Sal, you want to want to go up there?" Didn't tell um, me how to speak about so, it. So yes, yeah, so I was lots of smiling as I oversmile when I've had a few a <laughs> uh, few. Um, and uh, no, but it was this is so cool, and it was it's so. Um, we love we're such foodies too. Besides being brewers, we love to see like the different pairings between food and beer. Tim, food. Tim's rubbing his stomach. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I. You know, my my wife and I uh, went to Hawaii the, with uh, our daughter. At the end of uh, it was just right before my daughter turned two. So like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. But like, you guys are brave. Like, well, <laughs> yes. I mean, it worked. It worked out well, but. Um, you know, like we when we were in Hawaii, we we're like, all right, we're going to the Korean barbecue place. We're going to the hot pot place. Like, <laughs> that's right. Of course, right. so you had to have sushi too. I hope. Uh, no, but uh, we did go Hawaiian some sushi. Is that a thing? Well, they're right by the ocean. No, <laughs> I mean, we, we did go. It's, it's a thing. Yeah, we we yeah, did yeah. go to uh, a, uh, a like a local place, and my wife had a poke bowl, and I had a oh, local. There you go. That's fine. That, was that counts. Nice, nice. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Is local local the one with the rice and the spam? Uh, hamburger, but yes. Okay. Rice, a hamburger. I thought everything in Hawaii Brown had Brown gravy and a fried egg. <laughs> nice. Most things. You can get Loco Mocos with Spam. Okay. But oh. I thought that was like the thing, like when they make Loco Moco, it's with Spam. spam no, I mean, I didn't, honestly, all the Japan places that I was it. in, I never saw it like with Spam. It was always a hamburger. Yeah? Yeah. But I think we can all agree that like beer pairs with food almost better than wine. Oh yes, because there's that spectrum of anything really. I mean, and and we've done a few pairings now. We did a beer and cheese pairing here. Um, I think it was it was over the summer with these wonderful girls at uh, Slates and Plates. That one of them is a legit cheesemonger from yes, Mary's Cheese. Nice. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. She came and no, that was Harbor Cheese and Burger. That was Harbor Cheese. Yes. No, I'm sorry. Different, okay. <laughs> different people, but yes. Different people. Yeah. No, I, I love. I we love did the, the pairing, one with. Uh, and that guy yes, from uh, uh, Chris cheese. from Say Cheese. Yes. Yeah, so we had him on the podcast. That, that was, was cool. Fun. He, oh, that was really cool. He, he brought cheese brought for you guys. Oh, he brought yes. cheese and beer. Cheese yeah. and beer to pair with. That's it. a yeah. man right there. Nice. He brought. He had uh, evil twin, even more Jesus. Oh my God. And what, what, was, pair, what was the what uh, Roqueford? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. What was mm-hmm. the, the light beer that he had? It was like a oh that, that was, was the Westbrook Goza. Yeah, the Westbrook Goza that, that turned us mm-hmm. on to that turned me on to that, and I was like, this is a great beer. Yeah. Yeah. There was another one he had from. A Brooklyn brewery. I can't remember. 
It was a Pilsner. I don't remember. Uh, we'll have f- to f- uh, Fleet. Fleet, something like that. Fleet. Um, Fleet. Fleet. That's, yes. the, that's the one I'm yeah, thinking V-L-I-E-T, of. Fleet. Yeah, V-L-I-E-T, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that beer. That's a good beer. Yeah, yeah it is yeah. good. Yeah. No, but it was amazing, like, seeing, especially with, because like, we got to go over the concept of the pairing. So, like, we came in, we had the girls come in that do the um, slates and plates, and they tasted all the beers, and we talked about the, the drinking notes and the different notes that come out in each beer. We picked, like, four or five beers, and then they expertly paired it with not just cheese, but an overall bite. So, like, we did, for instance, the one I remember because it was my favorite, um, so loot. Paired beautifully with it was like a, a shortbread cookie with a brie on it, Ooh. and then a little bit of like a spicy jam. My God, like I'm it brought in, out all, all the notes of the beer at the that. same time. Yeah, I can't wait to do it. That's do really that's really interesting. We've I've only done it with the, the cheese itself. I've never done it with um like you like you said like maybe the, I'm sure maybe one that had honey on it or yes. something like that. Oh, let's be God. let's be yeah. fancy. A little amuse bouche. Amuse bouche, yes. There yes. you go. <laughs> yes. Get, my, get my fancy food TV. What the outside? Yeah. Um, so now uh, we're waiting for. Oh, yeah, here's Tim coming back. He had to. Uh, he had to break the seal. Um, <laughs> it's all down. Going to go downhill now. Yeah, I mean, the episode I, has I, just peaked. Everyone else. I, I had to <laughs> use the bathroom before we even started because you know I. We do. We I, do I like got to have my coffee in beers. the morning. Oh yeah, well yeah, a lot of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. So I know we were talking about Raquel hops. I noticed yeah. when I brought it up, you immediately got up and poured us the Sorry uh, Plow. Sorry Plow, yes. which well, is, yeah. Yeah. Is, of course. Is, it's really nice. I, I like it Thank a lot. Thank you. Yeah, the, the Raquel, like really adds a, like a magical element to this beer. You get like the stone fruit and all the good notes. But Timmy, you can talk a little bit more. Well, yeah. I, yeah, it's very, very fruity in the flavor. It's it fruity, is. and I yeah. also, for a pale, for a pale ale, this is apple juice. <laughs> for a pale ale, there's a pretty solid malt, uh, malt uh, character to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of New York State malt in there. Um, that industry has really grown quite a bit, and they've really come into their own. Which is good because we have to use it. So yes, uh, it helps. Starting next year, we go to sixty percent. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's uh, they definitely have um, have have gotten their 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 stuff together, and the malts are really nice. It's a lot of um, again we were, we were low on malts. So I used a lot more New York State malt in that one than I than I normally do. Um, but it's nice, and the rack out is just—it's a good hop. It's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's just tasty. I, I like it. I like it a lot. It's, it's giving you those nice, like you said, the, the, the tropical, the, the the juicy sort of mm-hmm. to it. Um, nice, nice little beer though. That's uh, that's another variation on proletariat. Um, we like to take proletariat and then and then work it around. No, it's, you had it's a, a nice taste. You know, you, had, you started with, with a good formula, so there's no reason why not to uh, build off of that. Right. You know, a solid right, foundation. Right, right. Builds right. all sorts of good things. Exactly. And then in times of need, when there's not enough ingredients, you just make it a variation and pretend like you meant it. So <laughs> you mentioned that, it's got a, that, you, that you're moving up to uh, the 60% mark for yeah. New York. Does it have to be, I don't know if you know this or not, does it have to be grain that's grown in New York or does it just have to be malted in New York? I, I believe it's grown, at least oh. grown. Okay. I think you can grow it and then malt it elsewhere, I think. Okay. The stuff we get is both, so it's, oh, it's that's, the, the, that's the, even better. I mean, in New York but I wasn't Do you know sure. something different. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, I only know because I recently she's had giving me that look of like I love dumbass husband. Yeah. I got this one. Come on, I know this answer. <laughs> yeah. no, I get that look I a mean, lot. there's just not enough acreage to grow all the malts that are needed for all yeah, the New York State farmers. Yeah, I would figure as much. Right. So as long as it's actually malted in New York State by a New York State malt house, it counts towards it. Okay. So it's the opposite of what Timmy just said. That was kind of my thought process of like I know New York State is pretty much like finished with like how things are laid out like right. you, there's not really new room to be making you know growing grain or anything well, like that i mean not true but we did yeah, well exactly but they, what they needed was a big hub operation to to malt a bunch so there's actually a huge malt house now that's a, it's called 1886 malt house yeah. um okay they have i haven't big heard financing of that one. behind them yeah oh, they, wow. um, like getty 
Where are yeah. they out of? Do you know? They're or? upstate, I think, the, in the in the Hudson Valley region, okay. I believe. Um, nice, nice guys. We uh, we actually they were at our art guild meeting. Um, but yeah, like they're they're kind of leading the way. You know, cool. really high quality malted. Um, you know, all, all the all the malts, and we we needed that because there are a ton of farm breweries now. And then, I mean, and as of now, the law is written: come January first, twenty nineteen, all farm brewers are, are to use sixty percent of right, both right. hops and, uh, and malt. I, I don't remember how, like, in a few years after that, then there, it steps up again, right? Yeah, it sure does, yeah. Oh, it goes so to, it goes to ni- from 60 to 90? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That, was, yeah, that was the end game of really the farm steep, brewer license. Uh, yeah, to it's a jump. Incline. A lot, yeah. I mean, and we'll see what happens, you know. I mean, there are definitely concerns price-wise, quality-wise, but the quality has so exponentially gotten better even in a year. I mean, the farmers are so super committed to putting out outstanding hops and malts and, and all that, and it's it's um, it's – it, it what it set out to do was to revitalize the craft beer industry in New York, and it's done just that. I mean, oh yeah, you know, whether or not, yeah. Back in like the 1800s, like New that, York was, was like yeah. the well, hop producing we, region. The hopper, that's exactly. correct. Yeah. yeah, and we've actually we've just, from what I understand, um, exceeded that mark of how many local breweries there were from like the late 1800s, 1900s. We're we're now finally back at that number, and we've actually surpassed it. In, With, in the state in itself, state, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so beer's back in a very big way. Everyone talks about this craft beer bubble. It's complete bullshit. It doesn't even apply to New <laughs> York agree. at all. Like, we are not done yet. Like, there, we have many years of growth left before there's any kind of bubble. And the bubble, you know, bubble in the sense that it's not like all of a sudden all the local craft brewers are going to go out of business. There might be a bit of a burst as far as how many new ones are coming on every year. But a lot of the local guys that are here, we're here to stay. I mean, business is great. People, I think, as in general, their attitudes have shifted toward wanting to consume more locally produced products. You know, yeah. We're less of a homogenized society. Now, not to say that big beer doesn't play a big role in what people consume, but it's less and less. And when we talk about the craft beer bubble, they're really talking about people drinking less big beer brands people are drinking more craft than ever ever before and they even talking about millennials you know drinking old craft liquor i know we're just ruining know. everything I know. <laughs> <laughs> the paper <laughs> napkin industry you know they, you name it avocados i love my avocado toast Me too. as do i avocado so, fries yeah. Yeah, sriracha and i put off buying a house for years to do my avocado toast up you know oh my <laughs> god it's the best it's the best, it's the best. I am a I'm a big fan of sriracha mayo. Oh my so. god! Yes, <laughs> I know. Yes. Every, so wait a second. Are you trying to say we should make a sriracha mayo dip for our avocado toast? Yes. Yes. Uh, Excellent. Uh, Only if you can put you know artisanal bacon on top of it. Artisanal bacon nitrate free. Nitra- oh <laughs> yes. Do Raised I even by need to cows say it? that wore ribbons. I, I didn't think I even need to say that nitrate free. <laughs> I know. It was, it was cows. I said cows. I meant pigs. Whoa! Wrong animal. Hello. That's the Duke. That's the Duke. That is, that is Thanks, the Duke. Duke. <laughs> yes. Bacon comes from cows now. Yes. So, so I, I, I was going to let it go, but that's fine. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com. On Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage and Twitter and Instagram at Beertastic Show, or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.